average. I'm not no average. <laughs> nah, empty bottles. That one was too much. We're not teenagers there. We're adults. Right, we, are... we can't wait to. <laughs> yeah, you're the good boy. No. No, no, no. And that's on. Ha ha. <laughs> Yeah, let me shut up. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to a personal space, The Reflection Diary. This is Mariama. Wow, Guanma Peeves, it's your girl, Khadija. You know the vibes. <laughs> hey, guys, it's my welcome to episode two of the Reflection Diary podcast. We are excited for this episode as usual. Um, so last week we talked about Caddy's journey. After, um, Wait, before we start, May, why do I have to always remind this guy to get the cup of tea? I got. I'm so heart. confused. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs> please, so can and, someone and, help? And, and we were supposed to first say Happy Women's Day. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> let's start over. Let's start over. Nah, nah. This ma'am, then your baby. Leave more edit out so people can know the true you. <laughs> so people so know the true you. I'm crying. So people can know the true ma'am. But happy Women's Day. Apparently, I care about Women's everyone. Day. Happy Women's Day, everyone. Kadi, it's Women's Day, and you are hating it's, on me. To I am imagine. woman. I am to feelings. I am sick. Yeah, mm. I'm mm. I want up. This is the way she's she Girl, sings. <laughs> do, do, Ian, what do you guys think? She's like, I am woman. I am sick. She's like, I am woman. I am sexy. I am sexy. My get your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> that's how she sings it though oh. okay yams do you have anything for women's day um i do okay Wait. okay it's ready okay yes yes <laughs> so today's quote is look for women in the room who have less space than you listen hear them and act on what they're saying and the quote is from homebody by rupee yeah thank you for putting us first you get it yeah she's always doing that i, I mean her. she herself is a poc right so she yeah. knows exactly what she's talking what about that? when mm-hmm. she um when she wrote that quote and i mean we all three of us like felt it in our bones like yama says yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so um you guys what do you think about the quote like kadi you can start okay so today is so emotional and i'm not even foying this time she's not foying okay she's not. Joking. <laughs> because it's not easy for us out in the streets you get it it really isn't people out here playing with us people out here pissing off off like leave us alone <laughs> so for us women basically let me go back to this quote because yeah. right now if i want to <laughs> talk about things that are stressing me out as a woman it's okay. Let's it's gonna it's gonna be hard. Let's just stick on the code. <laughs> yeah. It's talking about women supporting women, no matter where we are. So I think they're trying to tell us that it's important for us to be there for each other and know that the universe is against us and it's us against the universe. We should like watch out for others. You get it? And then take care of ourselves and just help out other women. 
basically. True, true. Yeah, that's true. Yama, I, what's um, your take? Kanisa said everything basically that I wanted to say. So, like, to me, it really means, like, you know, having each other's back. Kadi mm-hmm. already said that. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like we should all also look after each other and have each other's backs. Give each other always a helping hand. If we see someone's behind, then mm-hmm. we should try and help them to reach our level or at least be the at the place that they want to be in. And mm-hmm. also, um, what she said in the court, like, you should look around the room and give the uh, women who don't have the voice that you have the space mm-hmm. and uh, the time to listen to their stories and the space for them to tell their stories too. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of the times when we look at feminism, it's white feminism that we see. Like we don't see um, feminism, black feminism or brown feminism. When white women, most of the times when they talk about feminism, they're talking about their struggles and every other struggle that is all, like we as black women, we go through a lot. We go through a lot. And I feel like it's always overlooked or almost always overlooked by white women when they talk about their feminism it's Mm -hmm. so um on the surface for them and for us it's much deeper so you cannot be like i'm a feminist and then forget about the struggles of pocs or bpocs because we also matter and i feel like we are always expected to stand um, beside every every person, every woman, and the same energy is not given to us always. Like for example, in America, the missing cases of the black girls. Oh, yeah. I mean, how often do you hear people talking about it or m- making an uproar about it? But the minute a white girl or a white woman goes missing or something happens to them, it's a nationwide thing. All of a sudden, there are marches everywhere. So it's just like you can you can be a feminist. You can talk about feminism, but also think about us. Think about the um people that are less privileged than you mm-hmm. and then try to give them the space and the time to listen to their stories and let them also speak their truth you don't always have to be the one on the mic give those people the chance also to be on uh, in the forefront and mm-hmm. most of the times too i must say we are the ones who start the movement and then the credit is given to white women white people yeah yeah mm-hmm. I get 100% where May is coming from. And I feel like every POC woman feels that type of way at some point in mm-hmm. their lives. And yeah. it's just sad that we just have to live with that sad reality where even when we point it out, we're seen as aggressive, never mm-hmm. always unsatisfied, you know, mm-hmm. all those type of stuff. So it's just, it's just like, leave us alone. I know today I'm not talking in a point of like, let's make change, let's make change. Because... That's how I feel. I'm just tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I'm legit tired. I'm always up here like, oh, women supporting women or always advocating for women. But today, I'm actually really tired. <laughs> no, but not only that, what I'm tired of, now that you say it, 
I'm so tired of the news and everything. I don't know if I'm the only person or if no, you guys also feel you. like this. Yeah, but I too. used to be so active on social media, for example, like posting about stuff, talking about stuff. And now I'm just exhausted. Like, I don't have the energy to do it anymore because it's just so much. And then talking about it. And most of the times also you feel like people just don't care. They, mm -hmm. they will ask you about something and then you start talking about it and you see like how they are just brushing you off they are not even interested and they're the ones who started the conversation no i feel like if they don't like if you're not saying what they want you to say then they're not interested yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? definitely but anyhow we should support each other we yeah. should start listening to each other helping each other out because all we have is us right because a lot of men out there, they don't they don't care about us. They will belittle us anyhow they want, especially us black women. We yeah. should stick together. We should um, do as much for each other as we can. What do you guys think about the um, what people say? We like we as women are like our own enemies. Women mm -hmm. fight women sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of women who are not not under the influence of men but they're just like not being supportive as humans in general i don't identify mm -hmm. them i don't be like women don't support women i'm just like it's just like everyone is against women mm -hmm. so you you are a woman but at that point even if i bring the uh you know woman power uh queen empowerment and all those stuff you will not even care because you're not looking at me as that so mm -hmm. there was a time i was talking about twitter I was not even personally talking, but I had a conversation with this guy who was mm -hmm. talking about how we shouldn't legalize abortion and everything. And he was trying to guilt trap me talking about the Islamic viewpoint of it because mm -hmm. that's what they always do. And I'm like, pause for a second. I am not coming to these women on the internet as a sheikh or anything. Mm -hmm. First of all, I don't know if they're Muslim or non-Muslim. That's why I look at them as a woman first. If you ask me personally, duh, I'm going to Islam first because mm -hmm. Islam before anything. So mm -hmm. I'm like, but I cannot see a woman come to me and uh, I would tell them about Islam. Like Islam said, don't do this. Islam said, don't do that. Am I being a supportive woman at that time? No. Like listen mm -hmm. to them as a woman, then analyze your advice. Obviously, your advice shouldn't go out of your own morals. You get it. I will not advise them to go kill people, but that wouldn't stop me from advising them and looking at their struggles as a woman. You get it? Definitely. Yeah. 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 And also, like, we as women, I feel like there's a lot of support, first, of, first and foremost. There's a lot of support on the internet, also, like, in your circle. Mm -hmm. We support each other a lot, but also there's some, like, we like to say, pick me's just stop it just stop trying to be so different from other women like seriously but the pygmies the pygmies i think they just want male validations yeah, yeah. that's what Attention. i mean but they, they, just, they will mm -hmm. belittle you whether whether you uh, like it or not so that yeah they will they will some men are just dogs they will they will tell you oh, these men are lucky they i'm not in the mood to ask them yeah. <laughs> oh, please can men stop making podcast girls I'm sick and tired of hearing their takes on women issues. Like, shut up. And they be acting like they actually the ones going through Doing our pains. Oh. 
but anywho, like I was saying, we support each other, but there are few bad apples as always that will try to get this male validation. Please mm -hmm. stop. Thank you, Yako Sanyawa. <laughs> no, Yako, I don't even, I don't even want to ask them because I am just pissed off. Like, please grow up. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, and also, can pick also as we are talking about. So, should we move on, or does someone yeah, have anything move on. to add? Move on. This is yeah. Last week, I asked you guys if you would like to go back to the past or to the future, and we said our da da da. And um, today, I have a new one. So, I have a controversial question for you guys today. Okay. Um, do you put the milk first or the cereal? There's only one right answer. Please. Cereal before milk. Pussy. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you the problem. <laughs> Let me tell you the problem. I grew up in Gambia. We every cereal is called conflicts. And the yeah. conflicts, we use milk Facts. powder. So you have to mix your milk powder, then add your cereal. No, so you put maybe the cereal milk powder on top. As the the for I'm sorry, as no, uh -uh. Nah. no, what is the thought process? When you put the cereal first before the milk, I just want to understand. Because like if you put okay, if you put milk first and put cereal on top, it don't make sense. It just don't click. Because like the, so think, you know, oh the milk will splash on you or something. But if you put the milk the cereal and then put milk, you're fine. Maybe, maybe you need you need someone to I'm teach sorry. you how to put yeah. milk without Seriously, it splashing on I you. I always view <laughs> such people as psychopaths. Like, I would literally sleep with one eye open around you. <laughs> Some people use, you know, how now I use, like, uh, uh, how to call it? Milk water. It's the evaporated milk. Yo, man, regular milk. I'm talking about regular milk. I don't even know how to do it. Oh, like the milk, man. The gallon milk? Gallon, get it? Exactly. Wow. That gallon milk. Episode two of Do you speak English? No, I blow English. But yeah, that I understand because uh -huh. no, 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 you can actually. I feel like nah, you have to. You can put the milk first. You get it. Mm -hmm. uh, you can put the cereal first, then you can pour the milk because you don't have no powder to put or mix or anything. Mm -hmm. so, but I wouldn't do it. It's okay if so you do it. Partial. I'm not partial. I'm not doing it, but I just understand their psychotic problem. Oh my god, it's not a psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a psychotic it's problem. Not a it makes like that makes sense that you put cereal and then milk. But mm. like, how can you put milk and then put cereal on top? Let's think about it. No, no. I mean, you don't have to question my ways because it's I like. Can't. But you guys are questioning my way. It's because, because yeah, there's only weird. one right answer. Thank you. There's only one right answer, and it's not milk first. Man, I'm liking bestie. this new man. Nah, 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 even me this is not bestie. This is not bestie. <laughs> bestie. Uh, it's bestie. Bestie, I'm sorry, but nah, I nah, can't. You just, you just gotta go. You just gotta go. You're gonna say that. This is what you wanted. <laughs> I guess, I guess everybody have their own ways we need therapy it. we need couples yeah. therapy I don't know bestie therapy whatever <laughs> whatever no, therapy I want to call never, it we can go back from this because I'm always going to put cereal first and then milk mm. you guys should try it tomorrow when you're eating breakfast try it <laughs>
So, as we said, today we're going to talk a bit about Mariama Jane, <laughs> aka my <laughs> bestie. <laughs> Mariama Jane. Yeah, I can hate that. Just, just over there. <laughs> but yeah. So, bestie, the usual question tell us a bit about yourself, or more so, mm-hmm. who is Mariama Jane? Because you are a mystery. Like Kelly oh. said, we don't know how. We don't know how. Tell us about yourself. Where did you grow up? Um, like, how was your childhood? Um, okay, hi guys. My name is Maria Majana, like Mai said, but you guys can call me Mama. Like, you know, Karibaro. it's not Mama. It's Mama. <laughs> What's up, Mama? Get it right. <laughs> Yes, you. But um, I grew up in Gambia. Um, I came to the United States when I was fifteen. Um, in Gambia, I really didn't have like a stable place. I mean, we do have a stable place, but like you know how you guys rent and move around a couple of you know cities. I can say in Gambia, but I really grew up in Busumbala, where like we staying like currently. My child was fun. It was really fun. I can't remember a lot because you know my brain is not dead, but it was <laughs> fun. <laughs> it was nothing um, um, traumatizing or you know, I don't, I don't that I remember. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a really boring person. That's why you guys don't. Yeah, we can we can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I can't switch you. Okay, so if you um, really want to know something, like something, something, ask me. But like, I will ask you a more <laughs> specific question. Yeah. So, um, what experience shaped you to be the person that you are today? I would say, um, diabetes. Mm-hmm. That really changed my life. Not completely, but it really shaped me as the person I am today. Because, like, I look at things and I'm like, okay, if I can beat diabetes, mm-hmm. I can beat anything. Tell us more about that. All right. So on December 24th, 2019, mm-hmm. I found out, okay, um, it was a, it's a long story, but I'll make it, sh- make it short because, you know, it's really long. Yeah. But um, I was really, like, sick at that time. And if you know me, like, I've I always been skinny. So, mm-hmm. but by then I got really skinny, but I didn't know what was going on. So I went to the hospital to make it short. I went to the hospital and I found out that, um, you know, I have diabetes. And to me, it was like, okay, it's, I was worried. But the thing with me is like, I don't really show that I'm worried or like I hide stuff a lot. So mm-hmm. I was worried that like I have diabetes was going to happen to me. Da, 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 da. But at the at the same time, it's like, it's God's will. Like if he give it to me, I'm going to fine at the end of the day so when you talked about like the girls with i yeah. feel like most people they don't you, someone like me uh right now i'm gonna be like okay if i if i was diagnosed with a disease like that mm-hmm. i would actually say god's will but i've never i don't know i don't think i can be that strong oh, to yeah. actually you know do it so hearing a person who has been through that experience saying that they actually did the God's will thingy. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's getting more interesting because I'm like, so people actually can do that. You get it? So yeah. people are actually strong like that. So I want you to get in depth of how you're feeling. 
Okay, so like when I first got it, I was really like I was I have support like my family and my friends like like I really appreciate them. I had support like they would check up on me like Are you okay? Did you check your blood sugar? Like did you eat? You're not supposed to eat this. You're not supposed to eat that. I had that, but what they didn't know is like diabetes is more than that. Diabetes is more than like more of your emotions. Like what you eat turn to your emotions. So. Like I try to fake it, like I'm okay, I'm fine. But deep down, I know I was scared. I was like, what if I eat something? Like, and then I keep looking up on the internet that if you have diabetes, they cut up your legs. But then I was like, okay, but if God give me this disease, it's for a reason. It's like maybe I have it to like you know help somebody. Help somebody. I am not the best at this because I'm still learning to. Like I'm, I'm really learning to manage my control, my sugars, and like my emotions when it comes to diabetes. But one thing I would say is, if you have diabetes, don't be scared to like hide. You know how Gambian community, oh African community, if you have a disease, like mm. everybody want to keep make it a secret. Like you don't mm. tell people like this is even when I had it. When like the first time I had. The first weeks or the months I had diabetes, like my mom would tell me, okay, don't don't tell people we have diabetes. Mm. Don't don't say that. Like, mm -hmm. I'm I'm a really like I can be open if I want to, and like I would tell people I have diabetes. I don't know. It was not like a thing to me that I hide. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, I feel like if you have diabetes or any other disease, just just tell people because you never know what's gonna happen to you. Some like we don't. Some of us don't have. I have a um, bracelet that says I'm diabetic, but some a lot of people don't have that. Don't have it. They don't so, want to yeah, show like, it. Mm. So so you can be just you can just be walking around and something happened to you. Nobody would know what to do because mm -hmm. nobody really know what's going on with you. So if you the first advice I would give if you have something like a um, a chronic disease or anything else, just let people know. Make sure you tell them. Hey, this is what I'm going through, and um, they can help mm -hmm. you if something happens. So basically, you're trying to tell people to be more open about it open instead of being about, right, ashamed, hiding, right? Ashamed of what they have because you didn't give that to yourself. And it's right. like, and then the other thing people think about when they talk about diabetes is it's the food you eat, it's sugar, it's the this and that. I inherit it. My family, I have it. My like half of my family are diabetic, so I mm. inherit it. So I barely eat sugar like that. Like I exercise, I go to the gym, like I'm active. So if that was the case, then I, I was not supposed to have diabetes. When I had first had it too, and I was putting it on the internet, taking my insulin, showing people what I do, like on a daily basis on my diabetes, mm -hmm. they were like, when you um young a lot say <laughs> you have diabetes i'm like oh my god and, um, i'm i'm not even mad because to be honest i didn't know i didn't know diabetes was in here i was thinking it was food related to food before i have it i had to educate mm -hmm. myself i'm not gonna lie but when they say that i get like i feel some type of way because i'm like this have nothing to do with food it's i mm -hmm. inherited from my family and this is like you know how I'm going to be living for the rest of my life until I like, they have a cure for diabetes. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
Or you went to the hospital mm-hmm. the first thing they will ask you is how is mm-hmm. your like how is like your nutrition stuff so mm-hmm. it was it's all everything to do with food like i said but in um sugar basically you what the food you eat turn into sugar so it's everything that you eat but at the same time it can be your mental state it can be what like the stressful if you have enough sleep Or like, are you taking more water? It could be all that. Because when I'm stressed, like I'm really stressed. Like people tell me that you barely get mad or like you're always laughing. But um, I have to control that. Because the thing with, with diabetes is if your sugar is high or low, you get frustrated. Like you get really agitated and you snap on people. You don't even know you were doing it, but you snap oh. on people. So like, yeah, I, I never knew that. Yeah. You, me neither. It, it's a mess up with your emotions the food you eat your vision like basically everything because it, it damages your nerves and stuff so basically everything in your body so like i have to control myself like sometimes i'll be here like i wouldn't talk like i would talk to people but like i will keep quiet because i'm like irritated if you talk to me if mm-hmm. it goes to like certain points i will snap on you because my sugar is high or it's really low mm-hmm. so i love that you have that control over your emotions though or yeah. that you learned to have that control yeah it's definitely so nice yeah. to hear someone saying like yeah um i control them so that i don't snap on people, people. or the, or that i don't come off as agitated yeah mm-hmm. this one time i was like you know Me and my mom are really close. We talk about anything and everything. Okay. And um, I was talking to her this one time. I was from work, I think. And um, she said something. I got really mad. My sugar was up, out, up, like very up. And then I was like, I said something really rude. I didn't even mean mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And then um, she didn't get it because like, you know, I had to, with my parents, I have my dad get it. But my mom, I have to educate her like more. And my siblings do get it too. So um, I said something and then she was really mad. And then I had to go down, calm down and then take my insulin and then came back. I was like, if I get my sugar, get really high, this is how it gets. And mm-hmm. she was like, I didn't know. I didn't know like that. I was like, yeah. And then he, she was explaining how my uncle gets the same way. But people think we are rude. He's rude. rude yeah. But like, yeah. But it's just what you were going through. Even if you try it sometimes. It, you can't help it because it's like something you can't control yeah but that's what i meant emotional. with people oh. don't babes let's cry <laughs> if we have to let's do it's it it's fine as it's you know fine. let's get education let's and cry thank you let's for educating us because everything yeah. you're saying right now with the with it being also linked to the your emotions i yeah. never knew that i never yeah. knew a lot of But, people don't so. yeah that's what i meant with ignorance too because mm-hmm. like i feel like a lot of people also see diabetes like you said they see diabetes and they think about food and sugar mm-hmm. and i mean uh, how i understand it it has something to do with it but yeah. the emotions also play a role mm-hmm. and 
it's also passed by through DNA, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mariama, so um, after us learning about this and how, how do you think we can help like a friend just like you who's going through it? Um, one thing I would say is check up with them. Like I could be fine. I could look like I'm fine outside, mm -hmm. but um, I, I can be struggling because sometimes and, and with my vision too, <laughs> Sometimes I would say, like, if my blood sugar is high or, like, and, and I didn't say this, but diabetes can cause um confusion, too, when your blood sugar is high. So sometimes mm -hmm. I'll be saying things that don't make sense or I will try to say something, but it can't come out because my blood sugar is really low. I will start shaking or I wouldn't say, like, I will say stuff, but they won't make sense or I will start stuttering. So if you see someone with that, like tell them you need some like oh maybe have candy if you have candy with you mm -hmm. have put candy in don't worry if you come visit me <laughs> i'm making a hole in my car i'm making a whole section just for candies for you inshallah inshallah um, but um have candy with you ask them is your blood sugar okay um how are you feeling is it high do you need like do we need to go on a walk or something mm -hmm. just like just be there for them i feel like um just check up on them all the time one thing like i struggle is like when people ask me if i'm okay i will be dying like i will literally be dying and telling them i'm okay you're okay so this one time i was driving i couldn't see my dad was like he can tell like he can tell if like something like i'm being weird he was like mm -hmm. are you okay i was like yeah so stuff like that i feel like that, that's on my side i could like communicate like i'm not okay i can't drive or like i can't see but if you see someone behaving in a weird way certain way that they normally don't mm -hmm. act like that and you know they have diabetes or any other disease just tell them okay even if they say they're fine just tell them okay can you pack or like can you do this i will take mm -hmm. over just be there for them instead because okay. for me for me i don't like people telling me okay like you'll be fine like just the attention i don't like it do you know there are people who don't want to feel like they're burdened to someone right right that's what so, I, I get it yeah that's what i like run from i'm like oh, if they if my dad asked me or oh, anybody else are you okay i'm like yeah i'm fine like i I like i'm fine but mm -hmm. i was like i'll be sweating like with with that till you sweat like you you don't even know what you're doing at that moment it's like confusion shaking and all that stuff so like i'm like i'm fine but he knew like i wasn't fine he was like he wasn't right he was so like, okay, best you... to please <laughs> start telling people that you're not yeah, fine I'm, yeah i'm working, working on that i'm working on that because like yeah, okay. this thing that like i would like don't want to bother people just mm -hmm. because but no but do it seriously tell people i'm not fine yeah and that's 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 okay they're there for you especially people who show you every single time no that yeah. you they're there for you just tell them well like i fine. really have support like i really have support everybody like i don't know my family my friends you guys like i really have support they will they will ask me once in a while are you okay like how's your diabetes da, 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 da. but but okay this this topic was so mm -hmm. interesting but I just want to remind you that I'm glad that you realize that you have support and other women don't. I just want yeah. to say that it's going to be okay. And inshallah, we pray for you. May Allah give you shifa. May Allah make everything mm -hmm. better for you.
And Mariama, I am praying for you. May Allah make everything better for you. And I just want it. I just want you to know that I love you to the moon and back. I love you so, so, so much. Love you know, too. like I would, <laughs> bestie. You better, You're you better, the cutest nah, person ever. I would, I would. You know what? I would fight the bear for you. Uh-huh. I would, nah. I would do everything <laughs> for you. <laughs> I actually, yeah, and I'm actually praying for you. I'll pray for you every time I pray. I'll make sure I add you in my dua, and you just just know that whatever you need, babes, I'm here for you. Whatever you need. Such a special person, though. Oh my God, you're special. What does he say, Nick? No cap, Nick. No cap, Nick. Because you're special. But um, no, seriously, you're such a special girl. You're such a strong woman. Mm-hmm. And um, we've known each other for a short period of time. We've never seen each other, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but inshallah, very it's... soon. Yeah, that's my yeah. baby, y'all. And I've never seen crazy. her. It's crazy. crazy. Oh, guys, can you imagine the day we finally see I mean, each other? It's going to be wild. <laughs> Ooh, I can't wait, inshallah. inshallah. But yeah, but, that, um, that was a good one. About diabetes, definitely in the future more. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bestie, how did you um come to uh, towards? I mean, obviously you have this uh, diabetes, mm-hmm. but um, how did it all play out? Like, when did you sit down and be and were like, okay, I have to start an organization for people with diabetes in the Gambia? How is it going? Also. Um, how can people help the organization? Okay, um, so I don't know. I just like sit down and do things randomly, to be honest. So when I had diabetes, I I was like, okay, since I have this disease, now I know a little bit of what people go through. And I know even in here, like the United States, people die. Like people actually die because they don't have insulin. Mm. I'm talking about the United States. And insulin is really expensive. Diabetes itself is expensive. Um, Let's say like uh, insulin without insurance, you pay like 500, like a little buck. I'm saying five, five little pence. How Uh, often do you need that? American health. Every day. Every day. So how often do you renew it? Um, It depends on how you take it. But I um, renew mine every, let's say three weeks. (laughs) Because, yeah, because you have to take, um insulin with your meal like let's say i'm eating breakfast i have to take insulin i'm eating lunch i'm eating snacks like let's say i'm eating get this i will have to take insulin wow right so with that i i realized that even people in the united states don't have enough money to um if they don't have insurance to to even buy insulin or test strips or to check their blood sugar so it's like, if that's the case in here, what about Gambia? What are they going through? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So like, I was like, let's look into it. So by the time I was a friend, I mean, I'm still friends with him. Um, This one guy that I was like, I called him. I was like, so what is it like to be diabetic in Gambia? And he was just telling me horrible stories, like how they don't have um test strips, how they don't have insulin, the mm. insulin is secondhand washed. They like, you know, what is that going to do with, like half of the people that have this kidney disease in Gambia, heart disease, heart failures, is related to um diabetes. They don't have enough um 
let's say enough um what's it called insulin to um what's it called to what um what their diabetes so they end up having developing because with diabetes if you don't control it it end up being um kidney failure strokes heart disease and all that so they die from that so i was like okay like what do you think like maybe we should work on um mm -hmm. doing something for them so i did my research i did i watched youtube videos in gambia there's this one youtube video that um people help that this um hospital help kids with diabetes um to get insulin so originally i was supposed to work with kids because like they're easy to work with and they're really young because i know at my age when i developed diabetes it really messed me up with school with concentration so like with them i was like they're really young they can um i can help them with mm -hmm. insulin and stuff so like they don't have to go through that they can continue with school they can have this and that but mm -hmm. then it didn't go as planned because insulin is really expensive. Expensive, and yeah. And it's really illegal to um take insulin, a lot of insulin out of here to mm. take it to Gambia. So I was yeah. like, so I was like, with that, I can't really do much. So I went to Gambia. When I went to Gambia, I went to the hospital, talked to a couple of um doctors over there with my friend, and um they let me mentor, like be a, a mentee mm. <laughs> for a couple of um couple of days so i go there observe see what they do so mm -hmm. i see that the like the health over there is really bad it, they don't have any like even the needles they poke people to take check their blood sugar the the patients have to pay 75 dollars just for one day to mm -hmm. take their blood sugar that's every uh, every other wednesday so mm -hmm. um i see that i was like this is really messed up even if like in the united states people don't have proper medication for diabetes well we have proper medication it's just expensive but this is out of hand and like maybe i can do something for it mm -hmm. so i just when i went to the hospital used my test strip that i actually took to gambia for myself and um start working with them so they have one glucose meter but with that um i couldn't really go through it because i was out of test strips I went to a point I went for like a week myself without checking my blood sugar because I was out of test strips. And I went to like the Gambia pharmacies and stuff. They mm -hmm. they don't have any test strips. The wow. ones they have was not regular ones that I used. So um, I see all that. So when I came back, I published the website for donations and stuff so people could donate. And with that little donation, um, this year when I went to Gambia, we we do got insulin for like couple insulins. Like I said, insulin is really expensive. It didn't mm -hmm. cover everything, but um, we I tried to buy some of them and take them there. And they're actually at the hospital right now. They just need to find the right people to give it to them. Mm -hmm. And um, with the test strips and stuff, I'm still working on those. So if you guys want to know more about it, we will link. I don't know. Can we link? Yeah, we yeah we will put. Yeah, the link. we can mm -hmm. link it. Okay, we will put mm -hmm. the link on the um um episode today and you guys could go donate please donate please of, donate y'all like, and help people out please, a please, lot please. of people really need help especially please. like if you ask anybody in gambia what's your um this one actually guy texted me he was like i'm gonna help you because my grandma died from diabetes mm -hmm. it's like oh that's really sweet of you but like a, a lot of people are losing their lives because of diabetes mm -hmm. in gambia mm -hmm. and we really need to do something about it like just if you even if it's one dollar please donate and we can add that up and 
know, do something. Help bad. people. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you for Thanks. thank you for your service <laughs> because this is service, babe. Thank you, guys. You You're are so going loved. out of your way to yeah, help humanity, you. and we will support you. We will help you. So jo- let's join her back. in this journey, guys. Let's yeah, let's hop on the train, out. bro. Yeah. Let's hop on. But and thank you so much. It's not just me. It's like diabetes is i don't know if you learn about it because you never know when you can develop it you can go mm-hmm. like when you were like older and get diabetes or like your kid can i start for a lot but your kid can develop diabetes anybody can develop diabetes please learn mm-hmm. about it and like know what to do when you're like when you have diabetes because people talk about diabetes it's just food don't eat mano don't eat <laughs> rice that's my uh, rice that's the don't eat rice <laughs> it's not based on that it's mm-hmm. it's a whole water you know I, I learned so too. much though. I yes. learned so much. Yeah, guys, I'm learning every day too. I have it, but I'm learning every day. So so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, more to come, definitely. We'll be talking about these topics more. Okay. Okay, so moving on to the next segment. It's Kadi's dilemma time. So Kadi, what do you have for us today? I don't know why. Today I am not as active like I usually am. It's okay. It's bit... Sometimes I have a bang. Oh, no, no, not nothing. Yeah, yeah. It's just you know, you know, <laughs> Women's Day. You know, it's just give... I've been going through so much emotions about women. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like that. But and today... not only that, we've been having technical difficulties. Ah, <laughs> you see our audio. I've I don't even know about it today, but hopefully it doesn't mess up. But let's move on to my favorite segment, the dilemmas. So, so guys, this one is a little bit, you know, crazy. Ha! So it says that your partner is critically ill in the hospital. The doctor told you that they don't have any chance of survival and you've used all your savings to pay for their medical bills. The doctor wants your consent to put them to rest, manam, to save them all the trouble, basically. Mm-hmm. So you have two options. One, let the doctor do as they say. Or two, steal some money to keep them in the hospital because you don't want them to die, basically. Can I go first? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can meet them in Jannah, inshallah. <laughs> I, don't want I to- can't. <laughs> I don't want to laugh. Yama, Yama, please. I love you. Know, I was waiting for the most constructive. <laughs> no, I was thinking Yama is about to say, I mean, nah, but this guy was straightforward, bro. Nah, I'm just kidding. May, oh May, what do you want? Oh my God. To be honest, I would steal the money because yeah. I feel like, yeah, uh, Allah would be like, okay. Girl, you know what? Do it. Just I mean, yeah, exactly. I There's no other option to you to loan money or anything. So they have no chance of survival. survival. So basically, oh, they have no chance it. of survival. Exactly. So basically, okay, that's why no. the doctor advised you to do that. The doctor is like, they have no chance of survival and they won't do it. So part. Like, I missed that part. Like, so no, I would let them die. Please. Goodbye. Yeah, Muna, don't say it like they that. Have, they have no chance of yeah, survival. Yeah. Why I should mean, I go and steal money for someone hospital? who will not survive? Okay. Right, even if you leave them at the hospital, right? They're already suffering. Yeah. Like they're they are suffering. Them. But, like, do you think the people who, like, you know, when when, when you, you have, like, 
family members that are going through it and you mm-hmm. advise even though you have the money but the doctor advise you you know what we should let them go because they're suffering do you think that's right mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah I, i don't know i i'm i, I don't know i don't think i will want to do that i just mm-hmm. feel like it god more i made day miracles can happen anytime i believe in miracles yeah so, that, uh, but, yeah 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 it's good to have faith but mm-hmm. here's the thing they already told you there's no chance of survival yeah, you know if someone has lung cancer mm. the doctors estimate a time and tell you like yeah in three years or in six months but sometimes they sometimes will, they will survive right. yeah, yeah i know that's what actually, i'm saying because there's actually a chance there may be that I they think, will yeah, survive longer, me, but they will die in the next three years or in but the let next me let me give years. you if i give you my reason you guys are going to change your mind challenge me okay mm. look I would say still money. Even though even when the doctor is like they're gonna die tonight, I'm stealing that money. Hey. And okay, yeah. yeah I, I, I just I just want from. to know. I just want to make sure that because if I let them rest, I don't think my I'm gonna sleep like knowing that I actually gave consent for that. You get it? So at least me going to steal money, putting my life in danger for But that person, I, I would actually is- know that I've gone all out. To keep okay. them alive but this but is a sensitive, just like, like, this is a sensitive, sensitive topic because there's actually people that had to do it. this yeah yeah but, but we um, just it's controversial we just right. have to no, no i'm know, just yeah. saying if you listen to what's the podcast we all listen to the three hijabi not digital hijabi. sisterhood digital sisterhood yeah mm-hmm. if you listen to that the girl mariam when mm-hmm. she had cancer and they were telling her that um she had she she can't revive it basically but she put her faith in in god and she's yeah. fine now Mm-hmm. I get where you you're coming from. Yeah, that's at where I'm coming time. from. Right, but at the same time, tell me if you think about it, half of the time, it don't work. They end up actually yeah. dying. Yeah, and they end but up like also, struggling too much before mm-hmm, they even die. Yeah, but right. also, Kadi, you wouldn't just make that decision. You would actually talk with the person who's sick and let's say about to die talk to the person and if they tell me you know what just let it be because some people just want the pain to go away most I of them do exactly but, yeah but someone w- might tell me you know what do everything you can and make sure that i don't die yeah, or yeah. do everything that you can and let us uh, at least try and see if i can survive this then i would steal the money but i'm yeah. just saying like I know what you're talking about. I know where you're coming from. You don't want to see them go through so much pain. Mm-hmm. So I can see where you are coming from too. But I don't think I will ever I don't I don't care what that let me not say I don't even care if stuff that about. person <laughs> told you even if that person told you that it's okay, it's fine that they want to be, I don't think I don't think I, I can even do it. To be I don't think I, I, I can like do it. I think I was this we not just But like, also oh, can we talk about how healthcare system is just so bad exactly. that people have to um consider such a thing because they don't have money okay. that like you th- i mean american healthcare system please because the german healthcare system no. mashallah it's Over here, it's, they, it's they good, like hear you and then later tell you to pay you're gonna be in a lot of debt but still it's but, a lot of money that you have to pay back that's mm-hmm. what i'm saying like at least here i have a peace of mind if i have um cancer or anything the only mm-hmm. thing that i have to pay for is the hospital bed and that's 10 euros every day i mean that's affordable to be honest for most mm-hmm. people and if you can't pay it you can like come to an agreement how to pay it like mm-hmm. let's say in danka danka until it's all um gone 
Yeah. But you guys, you guys have a problem with your America. America is crazy. The healthcare here is crazy. I remember once, hey, I ate cornflakes. I fell on the stairs. <laughs> I don't know conflicts have to do with that, but that was the last time I ate conflicts ever. I still blame conflicts for me falling down the stairs. <laughs> it was 2018. I've not put conflicts on my mouth since 2018 because conflicts. I don't care. Conflicts has a lot to do with me falling down that day. I don't know how she ate conflicts and fell down. And fell down the stairs because of her clumsiness. It's because of conflicts. Whatever it is, and I fell down and like. Like, conflicts was like, you know, when you have one significant thing that you would never detail that you cannot forget. Conflicts mm-hmm. is part of that. So I had, I, my neck wasn't like moving. Oh, no. So they had to call the ambulance. Hey, next that time, was... even if my neck is half broken, I'm driving to the hospital. American ambulance. ambulance? $3,000. Yeah. What? Yeah. For me being in the hospital for just five, five hours. Because they had to give me like the, how do you call that cosset thing? You see me, English is not English. But they have to protect my neck with that. Can you imagine ambulance be drove for like 15 minutes? Like, how then, wallahi, they just charged me for that 300, uh, like $3,000. 3000 United States dollars. Like, can you imagine? I, like, we're still paying for that every month. Wow. Yeah. I just came home, like, and that. I just had it for like a week and I took it off because my neck was good. good. But no wonder people don't want to go to the hospital no, because they're thank so you. afraid of the bills. If I didn't, if I didn't have Medicaid because we're poor, so we need Medicaid. If I didn't have Medicaid, I would have imagined yeah. having yeah. that. Imagine having that plus, you know, the whole ambulance wow. thing. So that would have been crazy. But yeah, that's America for you, bro. Three thousand. I yo. Mm-mm. Like the German say, she come nicht klar. She made a string this like this after. I don't like you. <laughs> no, no, Mama, the Germans know what I'm talking about. We should learn German. How do you say it? Oh, German. No, Dutch. We say Dutch. Oh, you yeah. Can, this guy needs to learn. Don't, don't joke with our language like that. We say Dutch. <laughs> Doctor. Yeah, exactly like Kadi saying. Doctor. Eh? Doctor. Mariam, are you joking? Memon, are you joking? That's how you say it? Nah. Girl, you... please. Oh. <laughs> I actually thought I got that right. Doctor. But oh Kadi, do you remember you and Aminda when uh my first holiday to Gambia? Um, after I came here, and you guys were like acting as if you were speaking Manding, uh, Manjago and Deutsch. Wait, was I that when we went to Uncle Uncle Ass house? Yeah, no, Moro the psychopath. Maymuna, um, <laughs> what if his daughter is watching this podcast? <laughs> I'm not cutting it out. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> Calling someone that is a psychopath, they'll find you in Germany and arrest you. Did I lie to <laughs> But yeah, guys, let's let's move on to what people said about the critical condition thing. Okay. Yeah, because I gotta work in like five minutes. Okay, someone said, uh, Pasca, why would I try to save someone who's already who already has no chance of survival? Let them rest, they said. Yeah, I get where they're coming from, you know. 
let them rest. And this person, I can, I personally know them, so I know how they, you know, they they've experienced loss. So them mm-hmm. saying like let them rest, I feel like they know what they they're, they're talk. actually talking about. So yeah, for anyone who has experienced loss, um, we're praying for you. Someone else said it's it's painful to keep them alive, especially like CPR and paddles or surgery. Hey, it's can we traumatic. talk about how people need to learn CPR, especially in Gambia? Ha! Please yes. so. Please do. I was out here oh, when I first learned CPR. I, I came home. I taught all my siblings how to do CPR. They said yeah. the way I was teaching it, I was being dramatic, and I almost broke someone's rib. But still, it's better than not knowing it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, someone said like I I really really understand this and it's dramatic again. And then she said, "Let them pass peacefully." That's true. Yeah, I feel like both both answers that can be right depending mm-hmm. on the situation. Yeah, it's someone said, opinion. "Let's start a GoFundMe." I, that's what we, everyone would do if they don't have any money. But in this case, mm-hmm. that wasn't part of the option. So just to make it fun and hear what people want to say. So that's why we didn't have that as an option. Yeah. yeah someone said, I don't like stealing, but I would do that <laughs> to keep them and, alive and pay the money later. You know, so still. And then, me part too, like it could be late because people like can donate right away and then you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And someone said, mm-hmm, with, with, with seeing different views, someone said the doctor is not God. I would steal to save a life. I mm-hmm. sure will. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes too. sense. They got, they got. So, they, like, yeah, I, I. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I was just thinking, but what if the person has only you as a caregiver um, to, uh, or as the only person who will take care of them, and then you go steal the money and get cut? Yeah. What now? They are there with their sickness. With mm-hmm. no one to help them. Help them right. exactly. They would get someone who would help them. Maybe some nurse, but they would no, have but Lulu, no one. That's but Lulu, you can just them. be like, you can just be like, doctor, do your thing then, because I have no other option. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. who's gonna take care of the funerals and all right. those stuff? All that yeah. Stuff. What the money then? We can meet it's, in gender Sure. But, it's a very sensitive topic and may, yeah, may we is. never have the, such decision to make yeah someone said um it's leaning more to the faith low-key like mm-hmm. yeah i'm going with option one let them rest yeah mm-hmm. yeah someone said can i take a loan no babes <laughs> 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 but yeah, they, they said they will still if they have to too. So yeah, so both both answers are right. Shows how much you care about your partners, and yeah, so that's what they have today's episode. I like it because we got serious talk about life, talk about health, yeah. and talk about lost and all those stuff. So and their audio, please don't embarrass don't do us, right? Please. A audio, a audio. Audio, 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 audio. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. It's Women's Day. Honor us, women, please. Yes. Okay. So, guys, who's gonna lead that? Do all? 
Your mom, the way she's trying to push How everyone to oh, I swear, she's so fast with it. <laughs> no, Yama is never quick to respond. But when you talk about Dua, she's like, my... Because no, I don't want to embarrass myself out here. No, you're good. Yama, Yama. Okay, you're going to do this Dua today. You okay, know why? Because you're going to yeah. challenge yourself. Look, look, okay. look, just the, look at me. Look at my I picture or whatever. And act like, you in the eye. look at me in the eye and think about everything okay. you want and you want Allah to do for humanity. Okay. Don't think about how serious it is or how, you know, just just whatever comes to your mind that you want better for humans. Spit okay. it out. Spit it out. Okay. Um, I pray that um, God protect us and our family. Amen. Uh, and answer everything we're praying for. Amen. Um, whatever, um, whoever is sick to um, have good health Amen. and going through any difficulties or any challenges in life. I pray that anybody listening to this and you lost a family member, I pray, Ya Allah, make it easy for you, make help you have patience and um, be more. I don't know. See, no, I don't know. No, go mean. ahead. Go ahead, babes. No, go, go, go. You go. And um, actually know that it's all going to be over and you'll meet them in Jannah, inshallah. Inshallah. Um, can I just point out something? Yes, sir. You, um, you never say inshallah when you're doing a dua. Just because you're asking for Allah something for uh, confidently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you should and mm-hmm. inshallah it's like god willing really? when you translate it and in this case you can't use god willing we say you're i asking. mean yeah if yeah because you're doing a dua so you need to have 100 percent confident that confidence that it will be um okay. taken so yeah don't okay. don't ever say inshallah with thank the you dua. thank you for pointing that out babes I mean, and I mean for the nice prayers. I mean, Mariama, thank you so much for the prayers. Thank you. May Allah answer all the prayers. And thank you guys. And happy International Jigen Day. Yes. Jigen Danko Sargal. Ay, Jigen Doko Torahal. Jigen.